Good morning. Man, we are glad that you're here. I hope you've had a great day already. Amen. Have you? Have you? Did you have a good time in your small group this morning? Learning what God's will is for your life and what He wants you to do, how He wants us to live. Uh, praise God that you're here. Just a couple of announcements, announcements this morning. I sent out a, a text survey about Wednesday night meals yesterday. It's still on there. I'd love for you to still respond, okay? Uh, we're trying to get all our calculations for that ready and, and see if that's something we want to do this fall. Also, uh, men's retreat and the youth retreat, um, November 4th, 5th, and 6th uh, coming up. If you haven't signed up, we need you to sign up today so we can get those uh, numbers in. Also tonight, uh, there's a prayer walk. At 6 o'clock, we're going to be prayer walking at number 3 elementary. And then at 6.30, we'll be here at the preschool um, to prayer walk through it as well. Uh, Life 180. Life 180 doesn't mean anything to anybody except for the youth, okay? <clears throat> they are going to, they, some of them have chosen to embark upon a journey uh, deepening their relationship with God in, in extraordinary ways. I want to ask that you would begin praying for them as they determine if and and if they're going to follow through with this journey or sign up for it. They're going to be, those that are interested, there's going to be a meeting down front here real quick right after church just for a few minutes. Um, so youth, I pray that you've been praying over that and ready to give the Lord uh, a definite amount of time every day until the end of school year. All right. I think that's about it for our announcements this morning. If you're a visitor here, we're glad that you're here. I hope you received a, a visitor's card, first-time visitor's card. If not, on your way out, please see us at the back at the First Time Families Welcome Center. We'd love to get your information and share a gift with you as well. As we begin our time of worship this morning, hear the words of the psalmist from Psalm 61. Just hear my cry, O God. Listen to my prayer. From the ends of the earth I call to you. I call as my heart grows faint. Lead me to the rock that is higher than I. For you have been my refuge, a strong tower against the foe. I long to dwell in your tent forever and take refuge in the shelter of your wings. Almighty God, we come to you today because you are God. And we just rest in your presence today. Father, we welcome you into this place. Thank you, Father, for meeting with us here. For desire, desire this morning, Lord, to make you the sole focus of our attention over the next several minutes. As we turn our hearts, our minds, our attitudes, our motivations, all to you in a time of, of worship, exalting your holy name, worshiping and praising you, God, because you and you alone are worthy of our praise. Father, today we, we, we lift up these youth and the, the kids that are going to be speaking today. And Lord, just give them peace in their hearts as they come to honor you and to, to share what you have done in their lives today. And oh, what a mighty work it has been. And Father, may that work continue in their hearts and in ours. Father, we love you, we praise you, and we turn our time of worship to you. In Christ's name we pray. Amen.
So we're going to do it right here. And I have an awesome book, some of you might recognize, from camp. And some of you, it's brand new. And it's now my favorite book. So I'm going to share it with y'all. It's called The Garden, The Curtain, and The Cross. A very long time ago, right here in this world, there was a garden. In the garden, everything was wonderful. The world was full of laughing and playing and smiling and fun. There was nothing bad, ever. There was no one sad, ever. And best of all, God was there. He made it all. He was in charge of it all. He loved it all. People could see God and speak to God and just enjoy being with God. It was wonderful to live with God. But then, one day, the people did a terrible thing. They decided 
They didn't want to do what God said. They decided they wanted a world without God in charge. God calls this sin. Sin spoils things. So sin has no place in God's wonderful garden. God said to the people, you can't live with me in my garden anymore. He sent them outside. To show the people they had to stay outside, God put some warrior angels in front of the garden. The angels were like a big keep out sign. Now, things were sometimes bad and people were sometimes sad, but people still kept sinning because they didn't want God to be in charge. So no one could come into God's wonderful place. God said, because of your sin, you can't come in. God wanted people to remember, it is wonderful to live with him, but because of your sin, you can't come in. So he told the people to build a special building called his temple where he would live. In the middle of the temple was the most wonderful place in the world, the place where God was with nothing bad and nothing sad. It was very exciting. But then God told people to put a big curtain around his wonderful, this wonderful place. The curtain had pictures of warrior angels on it. It was a big keep out sign. For hundreds of years, the temple curtain reminded people that God said, it is wonderful to live with him, but because of your sin, you can't come in. Babies became grown-ups and had babies, and those babies became grown-ups and had babies, and those babies became grown-ups and had babies. Hundreds of summers and winters passed by, and the keep-out curtain stayed in the temple. Then, one day, God, the Son, came to live in this world as a person. He was called Jesus. Jesus always did what God said. Jesus never sinned. And Jesus visited the temple where the keep out curtain hung. Jesus knew that, that things were sometimes bad and sometimes sad. Jesus said that God had sent him to open the way back to God's wonderful place where there would be nothing bad and no one sad. But people still didn't want to let God be in charge. So they decided to put Jesus on a cross to die. It was the most bad thing that had ever happened. It was the most sad day of all time. But Jesus had a plan. He had always planned to die on the cross what a strange plan. Why would God's son plan to die? On the cross, Jesus took our sin. All the bad things we do and all the sad things they cause, Jesus took them all from us. And when he did, something amazing, astonishing, astounding happened. You ready? The curtain tore. God had ripped up the keep out sign. God's wonderful place is open again. Because Jesus died, we can go in. After Jesus died, his friends put him in a tomb. They were very sad. For two days, nothing happened. Then, the next morning, Jesus' friends went to see his body in the tomb. And it wasn't there. A little later on, Jesus' friends were all together and suddenly Jesus was there, alive.
alive. Suddenly his friends weren't sad. Now they were so, so happy. God had brought Jesus back to life so that he could live in God's wonderful place forever. And Jesus has sent everyone an invitation to come and live with him there too. He tells us, God says it is wonderful to live with him, but because of your sin you can't come in. But I died on the cross to take your sin, so all my friends can now come in. We can live with God forever. There will be nothing bad and no one sad. We will see God and speak to God and just enjoy being with God, just as he planned. It will be wonderful to live with him, and it's all because of Jesus. We will say every day, thank you, King Jesus, you're amazing. And you can start saying that today. Let's pray, and then you can go back to your seat. Jesus in heaven, God, we thank you for this story to remind us of your plan. From the very beginning of our life in creation all the way to the end, you have it mapped out and planned for us to bring us closer to you. You made us in your image, Lord. Please let us remember this story each day and remind us of the sacrifice, what you did for us, Lord. You were our perfect sacrifice so that we could come back to you. I thank you for all the children and I pray that they love you each day and thank you for all that you've done. And in your holy name we pray. Amen. Leave it all behind, leave it all behind, leave it all behind, leave it all behind. I have what you need, but you keep on searching. I've done all the work. You keep on working when you're running on empty and you can't find a remedy. Just come to the well. You can spend your whole life chasing what's missing, but that. Bring your last prayers 
helping out this morning and worshiping with us and leading us that was there's no words really to describe that worship time now we have some awesome kids and youth that are going to come up and share a little bit about maybe what their camp experience was like maybe what God did in their life and this summer with New Hope so we're going to start out with Bailey if you could come up we have several youth and kids hi this summer was my first time going to Look Up Lodge. It, I could not have asked for a better week filled with learning about Jesus. One of my favorite parts were, was the walk to chapel, talking about uh, our relationships with God and how the veil torn, was torn. Some of my, some of my favorite other, other favorite parts of camp was ziplining, the giant swing, and playing cards with my friends. Do you ever wonder why Jesus had to die on the cross? Could it have been any of us? Why Jesus? Why don't I give you an example? What if all the kids in this room went outside and rolled in the mud? Then an adult said, go to clean off in another mud puddle. Would that clean it off? No. But what if an adult said, gosh off in a clean bubble bath? Would that wash it off? 
Yes, in this example, Jesus is the clean bubble bath, just like mud can't wash off mud, sin can't wash off sin. But Jesus is the clean bubble bath that will wash it off. That's why, that's what Pastor Greg told us at camp. Jesus died on the cross so we can have a relationship with him. He gave his own life because he is perfect and we are sin. I learned this at camp. At camp, I also like swimming in the lake, and I liked the swing. I can't wait to go back next year. Our theme for the week was Deep Impact. The verse that I would say some of this week was 1 John 1, 5-7, which says, This is the message we have heard from him and declare to you. God is light, and there is absolutely no darkness in him. If we say we have fellowship with him, and yet we walk in darkness, we are lying and not practicing the truth. If we walk in light as he himself is in, in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanses us from all sin. We took these words to our mission sites. These, the, sorry, the girls were sent to help set up the Polkville Rodeo. We helped load and unload a lot of boxes of soda, so most of us are fine not seeing another box of cheer wine for a while. <laughs> we also went to another site where we packed up clothing for a thrift store. The amount of clothing we saw when we first arrived was massive. By the end of it, we had probably filled over a hundred bags of trash. Sorry, filled over a hundred trash bags with clothing, adding on what had to what had already been done. God gave us these opportunities, and I hope we have more of them in the future. Hey guys, so this summer for me has been great. Um, but at the beginning of the summer, I was feeling very overwhelmed from school, and I felt extremely far away from God, and I was struggling with this one specific sin. Um, so the summer started, and it didn't really get much better, and then camp came around, and I was so excited to go to camp because I knew that that would help me to feel more refreshed. Um, one of the first lessons um, was about loving and like obsessing over peanut M&Ms. Like you were obsessed with peanut M&Ms. And the problem was you haven't had peanut M&Ms in forever and you really wanted peanut M&Ms right then. But the pastor said that the peanut M&Ms were bad for you, that they were poisoned. And that was your choice to go and be poisoned by the peanut M&Ms or actually listen and trust the pastor. And that's the same way with trusting God, saying that he knows what's right for you. And that really like clicked in my head and I was like, doing this sin is pretty much me saying, I don't trust you, God. I don't believe that you know what's right for me. And that really was like, oh my gosh. So like every time that I even thought about the sin, I just got extremely sick to my stomach. I, I think I even like threw up maybe once or twice, but I completely stayed away from that sin after that because I felt so guilty for that. And that lesson really helped me to not do that sin anymore. And once I got closer to God in that, 
like I was, my mental health got so much better. And yeah, and it really just changed everything over one little sin. So yeah. Hi, my name is Aiden Lyash. Our youth went to uh, Look Up Lodge team camp over the summer and we learned about a lot it was good and we broke down the definition of the Lord Jesus Christ and each meaning of his name. The Lord, it means your, what is this? He's like your ruler. He is there. He, everybody needs a good ruler in their life, a good person to lead you or else you will falter in all your ways. And then Jesus means the perfect sacrifice because in the Old Testament, they sacrificed their lambs for offerings all the time for forgiveness and stuff. And they reason they didn't just sacrifice any lamb, they sacrificed their unblemished lamb, or it means the one without spots or marks or their perfect lamb. And Jesus was our perfect lamb. He was unblemished because not anybody could have done it because you had to have a perfect sacrifice. And in order to be a perfect sacrifice, you had to follow three rules, and you had to be able to die, you had to be able to shed blood, and you had to be unblemished, which we can all die and shed blood, but nobody was perfect like Jesus was. Uh, another thing that I learned that re I really found interesting was that although you'll hear it a lot that, like, ask for forgiveness and your sins will be forgiven, n that nowhere in the Bible does it tell you to ask for forgiveness of your sins. It says you should confess your sins, but it you never says that you should ask for forgiveness because if you if i did something wrong and my, if i did something and i my mom found out about it and i asked for forgiveness i'd be like oh please forgive me that really means i just don't want to get in trouble but if i did something wrong and i went to her and i confessed then that means that i truly felt bad i should still be punished you should still be punished and the reason we're not eternally punished isn't for anything we do. We couldn't do anything to deserve to be in heaven. None of us deserve to be there. It's because Jesus came down and he deserved to be in heaven. So he allowed us and gave his life for us to make it there. Uh, I'm truly grateful that I got to go this summer to that camp and learn all these things. And I cannot wait to expand my knowledge next year. Well, you can see they, <clears throat> they played hard. They worked hard. And they worshiped hard. Man, they had a lot going on this summer. And uh, I want to thank all the, the leaders that helped out in so many different ways. Uh, on Wednesday night, Sunday night, on the camps and retreats and everything. Man, it was a, a, great, a great summer. Thank you, Mary, for putting all that together. And uh, just what a, a blessing you've been to, to these youth, I know. And to many of all of you as well. And, and it's just, you know, throughout the summer, you've seen all the activities that they've done. It's enabled them to, to grow with each other, you know, and, and to have that bond with each other. But more than that, so many different opportunities and settings uh, for them to worship the Lord Almighty and to grow in their spiritual walk. Um, so praise God. And thank you for being a part of that. Thank you for your prayer support, your financial support your resources, your time, your energy, because indeed uh, these folks, these youth and children have been blessed this summer. I was looking in, in one of the videos when they were crawling through the mud and they were 
just dirty, nasty looking, you know, covered in dirt and filth. And I thought, you know, that's kind of the way we look in God's eyes. Dirty and filthy, filled with sin. But then you saw them on the other nights and they were cleaned up and worshiping God. And that's what the blood of Jesus does. Amen. It washes us and cleanses us and makes us white as snow, pure in His sight. Have you, do you know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? Think of all the things you've seen on the video. How much fun they had in the Lord. To be a Christian is to be fun in the Lord. Let me ask you this morning. How often are you fun in the Lord? Do you have fun serving the Lord? Do you have fun worshiping the Lord? Do you have fun ministering in the name of the Lord? If not, today might be a good day to have a heart check. Because God wants us to be happy and joyful, serving Him, worshiping Him, and working for Him. As we spend our time, in the, as, as the youth continue in our worship this morning, and we sing our hymn of invitation, maybe you don't know the, the spotless sacrifice, Jesus Christ, as your Lord and Savior, that sacrificed His life for us on the cross, that God raised from the dead on the third day to prove that He was God, and that He is God's Son. Maybe today is the day of your salvation. Or maybe today is a day for you just to come and reconnect with the Lord, saying, Lord, I want to know you more. I want to know you better. However the Lord has spoken to you this morning through the youth, through the music, through the, through the Word, I pray that you'll respond to the Lord according to what He wants you to this morning. Let's pray together. Father God, we do thank you, Father, for working in all of our lives. God, give us ears to hear and a heart to hear the Holy Spirit's working in our life. God, that we might be responsive to you, that we might have fun in the Lord, that we might have joy in our heart. God, that we find it a pleasure serving you and worshiping you. And Father, today as we are reminded of, of what it means to be on mission with you, to worship you, to serve you, Lord. Lord, however you've spoken to us today, may we respond to you in a way that's pleasing to you, not to the pastor, not to anybody else, but to you, Lord. You know our hearts, you know our motivations. And so, Father, today we, we surrender to you, giving you our life and everything we have. In Christ's name we pray, amen. Let's stand and sing together. Let it all go And I see it now 
Just as I 